Before we jump into the episode, I just want to apologize to all of you guys real quick for not uploading an episode on Thursday like I said I would. Going forward, I really don't see this podcast growing unless I'm loyal to you guys and do the things that I say I will do. So from this point on, if I have to change something up, I'll let you know. And if you don't hear from me, expect it to happen. Thank you, as always, for listening. Let's hop into the episode. You're a good person. It's important that I tell you that. This entire podcast is built around an acronym that I made for the word YIELD. It stands for Yes, I Envision Love Demonstrated. This acronym has helped me a ton in my work, school life, and in pursuing my passions and being able to help other people, as well as growing my habits and becoming a better person. My biggest hope is that this podcast will help you to treat the opportunities and the people in your life differently. Learn to yield today, and it'll be a better tomorrow. What's up, everybody? This is Dallin Canlon. We are back with Yield Today, episode 20. Five big life lessons from 2020 so far. I just had this really great feeling for 2020, like, ever since the beginning, you know? Like, ever since the beginning, man. Like, I was at my uncle's house, and we got to watch this movie called Overcomer together, and I was taking all these super solid notes, and I was like, dude, God's got my back. He's so aware of me. Heavenly Father is going to help me have a great year this year, and yeah, I was just super excited. And there's been a number of lessons, uh, humbling lessons, that I've learned in the last couple of months that I really wanted to share with you guys that I really hope will help you in your daily walks of life, maybe help you with realigning your your goals or your mindset a little bit with 2020 looking ahead as it has for me. Because one of the coolest things I've seen come from 2020 is people making up little jokes like, yeah, you got to have 2020 vision. I mean, that's so important to have both eyes with a similar focus, a similar thing. And I love the thought of putting on the binoculars and looking through them and you know having one represent your normal self and the other be your spiritual self and looking through so you can get the whole picture and see what God wants you to see. Anyway, with that little thought in your mind, let's jump into these big life lessons. I had a really great time researching for this and there's so much I want to share, but I know that what I need to share will be shared, so stay tuned. First one is just life is so precious from the very beginning of 2020. It's really sad to say, but there have been really wonderful people who've made a really big impact and a big difference in this world that cannot be calculated, that have passed on earlier than we thought they would. The biggest one for me has been Kobe Bryant. It just came completely out of nowhere, and it's really kind of helped me to look back at his life and you know different things that he said he would do how he gave his life to basketball and how he wanted he just wanted to inspire people to be great at what they did just a really selfless approach and humble approach and uh you know just a great way to live life just to give yourself to what you want to do you know put your heart into it your mind into it you know all those different things to eat sleep drink it sleep it that was Kobe with basketball. So that's one aspect of it. Time is precious. Like every day is super precious. Even every moment is super precious. I've learned from college that, you know, in the moment when I have 20 hours left before an assignment's due, I don't value that time as much 
as when I have five minutes left and I have to write 300 words in those five minutes and I'm typing furiously on the computer to get something done. That's happened way too many times. And yeah, every single, every single moment is, is so precious, you know, and that's just something that I've really come to feel more is just that each day is precious and we got to treat each day that way, you know, show our mind what we're kind of thinking about, what we want to do, what we want to accomplish. So there's this guy on YouTube I watch a lot called Nate O'Brien. He's got a lot of financial videos and and different things. He he says some minor swears, but he's a really, really chill guy. And he said something that I really liked. He said that you want to think of what you're worth, you know, what your hourly wage is worth, and you have to live up to that. So if you say you're worth $40 an hour, you better, like if you're watching Netflix five hours straight, you better be making like the next big thing in that other time. And I mean, that's not going to solve all your problems, but that's an interesting way to think about it. Like, how are you treating your free time and how are you treating your your quality time? You know, that precious time that you get after work. Are you spending it with family? You know, you got to spend it with family so you can. That's like the best wealth you can have. Is a great family atmosphere to lift you up and help you out. Like a work family is great. All these other families are awesome, but like your immediate blood family, at least for me, I've been blessed with a super wonderful family and I know it wouldn't be where I'm at right now without them. So you gotta, gotta love that time because it's so, so precious and you don't know how much time you have with specific people, with specific projects, with specific anything you know you don't know how long it's gonna last like you know so you just gotta enjoy it while you have it and and uh, make choices that will help it last longer you know I in the church that I'm a part of we believe that families can be together forever and so when you think something is gonna last forever you treat it differently so it starts with the little things you know I recently finished this book called The Four Doors that my dad recommended to me. It's super good. And one of the doors that you need to walk through that uh, this guy talks about is the door that your life has meaning and that you have a purpose here. And he said the difference between, you know, most people and the people that make a real lasting change in the world is they believe really strongly that they're there that they're here for a reason you know there's that just this mission mentality you know like don't die with your music still in you sort of thing give back and make sure you you keep chasing that dream like Walt Disney is a really wonderful example for me you know people kept kind of shooting him down but if you watch the Walt Before Mickey video from Amazon Prime which is super good you know, he didn't give up. He had humble circumstances, but he was able to help so many people and inspire so many other people to reach their dreams and provide jobs and so many other people just because he dared to dream and he used that time wisely, you know. A lot of these different successes, they, they take time and, you know, they take preparation and thought and love and prayer and all these different things come together and, you know, over time, things happen, you know, things happen. So that goes along super duper well. Wow. What a nice segue. That goes along super well with the second big life lesson is just that 
And it's something else that I've heard in church. It's just that the doors of eternity turn on small hinges. That means like the small little things you do, they add up to big things. I think you've heard this from me before. But the thing, the reason I'm sharing this now, lately I've had a lot of opportunities to see people that I haven't seen in a couple years, some on purpose and some by accident. So I got to see this one friend recently. And then after talking with him about faith and some different things, I saw this one girl that I knew from high school and I almost didn't go back and talk to her. But then I thought of the yield acronym. Like, I'm not joking. It worked for me. And I hope it's helped you. Like, I read some scriptures in the Book of Mormon and everything. And I was just, I just said a prayer. I just went for it. And I was just like, did you go to the same high school as me? And she's like, yeah. And then boom, it just went really well. And she's listened to the podcast since then. And I mean, that was, that was pretty cool. And just going back and saying hello, that, that really, really helped me. And it was really cool for her and her friend as well. And it was just all a really cool moment. And, you know, you just got to be willing to, to own those moments. Like even today I was playing basketball and I saw this guy and uh, I wasn't planning on sharing this, but he's such a wonderful person. I'm not going to say his name, but he just opened up to me and, and told me some things. And this is a guy I've only met one other time, but our paths crossed again. And it's just amazing. You know, it's just amazing how if you really just listen to people and you show them that you care with your body language or just your you know, your actual language and the love languages, of course, like words of affirmation, gifts, you know, touch, little things like that. You know, those things do go a long way. You obviously need to be very careful, but, you know, you never know how far a hug for a stranger, a pat on the back for somebody who's really having a rough time, you know, million different things you can really help a lot of those things go away and it, and it's the small stuff you know it really is the small stuff lately i've made some very small changes in my morning routine and i've already seen some ridiculous benefits granted today was a little bit of an off day i i'm recording this later because i was not so good at the next life lesson that i'll talk about I kind of forgot about that thing. I got this app called Sleep Town, and it basically does not let me stay up past 11 o'clock because if I do, this building breaks down and then I, it doesn't grow and I lose money <laughs> in the game. And it's just interesting, but it works for me right now. And uh, yeah, it was only two bucks. I, I feel like I've gotten that $10 value out of it five times what it's worth. That's what I try to do with all all my investments that I do now is, is it worth five times? Is it worth, is it really worth five times that asking price? And if it is, then, you know, that really says something about that thing. It shows a little bit of its value or its future value. So third, the third lesson real quick is that focus is everything. Like it is so important. I've been listening to this book off and on called Deep Work. And there's some work that just needs to be done in a creative setting. One of the coolest stories from this book is there's this guy who really needed to get some work done on his book. And he 
realized that he worked super well on an airplane. So what did he do? He bought a round trip ticket to Japan so he'd have a 19-hour flight. And he just typed like a madman. He ended up finishing that book. Cost him $6,000. He literally got to the other side. He got to Japan. And then he flew all the way back. And that was it. But his environment was so good for him that it worked for him. And he was able to focus and get that deep work. I've had a couple moments, wonderful moments, let me tell you. And the last little bit, as I really try to focus on deep work, and something that's been helping me do this is the Forest app, which is, interestingly enough, from the same people who made Sleeptown. And Forest is, is a Pomodoro timer. The app sets a timer for 25 minutes, and then you can't get off your phone or anything. You just let it sit there, and then you just focus on one thing and get it done. And I've been thinking about this today when I was at a church class. Like, it's so important that you focus on one thing at a time, unless it's something like washing dishes and listening to a podcast or something. You can do that because that's something you can do in your sleep. Maybe not, but that's something you can do without too much effort. As opposed for me, like writing a new podcast episode, like that takes effort. You know, it takes, you know, might take some study and some reflection, you know, and that requires space. That requires time. And, you know, today I let so many other things get in the way of that, like Amazon deals and GameStop deals. And all of a sudden, all these different thoughts and everything was like all pushing on my head. And it was hard to get out of that. And reading a book was helpful. But, uh, yeah, so that's why I'm recording this podcast late. But, like I said, there were some moments from doing my deep work in the last little bit, and I've gotten some good work done on my book, too. I would be thinking three things in those moments. One, this is going to be a sick episode, chapter, etc. Two, I'm literally flying, soaring right now, getting tons done. And three, I love this. So I have really felt those three things as as I've really tried to focus more on getting deep work done as opposed to shallow work, you know, and, and focus on those things one thing at a time and just just get it done. I could go on about this, but we need to move on. I could make a whole episode about that. Four is just some things are just smoke, and I've talked about this previously, but some things just aren't going to matter in the next 10 years. And and so it's important that you are aware of what's important to you right now and what's important to you in the future. And you do things right now that will show that those other things will still be important to you, you know, like like your family. Kind of going back to what we said before, if you treat it, if you treat your family like you're going to be with them forever, then you'll treat them differently. If you treat your boss like you're going to be best friends, guess what? You'll probably treat him differently. I recently took a 15-day break from Twitter. I just ended it today. And I honestly, I got on today and there was like nothing. (laughs) I was like, I really didn't miss anything. And I probably got at least two or three hours at least of, of time back. And so it really makes me think of what do I really get out of that and I mostly just use it to share motivational stuff and little quotes and reach out to some people and that's it and there's some other there's some like cool other stuff but it's not it's definitely not 
where I get, you know, the best information or the best feedback on my work or the best inspiration, you know, it's, uh, yeah, a lot of it, a lot of it is just smoke, <laughs> just popular, popularized smoke. I've been trying to have a lot more focus, like I said, and trying to focus and get things done and having a vision has really helped me to see like what is trying to take my time away and what is what is just not going to help me move forward to my goals. And I've really tried to not waste my time on things that aren't pushing me towards my goals or aren't relevant to what I want to do right now. And that takes a lot of faith. That's not easy at all. And it takes continuously, continuously working on it to get to uh, that level of focus. That's kind of the case in the scriptures too, is these these people and these prophets, they're asked to do something really tough and in, and important by God. And there's always something that is there to, you know, to maybe cause them to stumble a little bit or to maybe forget their purpose or whatever. And so it's not, it's not any different, really. There's a cool little story in the Book of Mormon and... There's this prophet named Lehi, and he was trying to bring his family to this tree that had fruit that was really delicious, and it represents God's love for all of us, which is the best tasting thing, most joyous to the soul thing you can imagine. And basically what Lehi saw in this, so he had this dream, this vision where he saw all this happening and he saw all these people that were walking towards that tree, you know, God's love. And then all these different mists of darkness came up and were just kind of challenging people's perspectives and people's vision and people's sight of everything. And, you know, the thing that kept the people going towards the tree was there was this rod, which was which represented the word of God, which makes sense. And they held to that, and they were able to press through all the mists of darkness to get there. And so similarly, you can have, you know, habits, you can have a plan, you can have whatever to kind of help you stay on that, on that iron rod, so to speak, to get to your tree of life, to get to your ideal life, to get to better relationship with God. I mean, if it was easy, no, like everybody would be doing it, obviously, you know. But it's a long-term perspective versus instant gratification. Just thought I would share that as well. Also, one of my favorite quotes from Helen Keller, the only thing worse than being blind is having sight but no vision. Boom. Like, that's so good. Man, some good stuff. So keep on pursuing those dreams. And remember to keep things in the proper perspective. The fifth and final tip is just that well, fifth and final lesson for me is just that going back to something with a different mindset is super powerful, super powerful. Like for me, it's been video games. So I've been playing, I was playing this game, Kirby's Dreamland 2 on the Game Boy. It was released in like 1991, I think. But in the game, Kirby, he can like swallow enemies and get their powers like sword or, or cutter or fire or whatever. But then there's these different 
animals, there's an owl, there, there's a fish, there's all these different animals. And each of those changes Kirby's power a little bit. So like if you get the fire with the owl, it shoots the fire out more. If you get it with the fish, it's slightly different. And not only that, not only do each of the animals change those powers, they also work better in some situations. So like the owl obviously doesn't do well underwater, but the fish does great underwater. And not only that, the the animals change the music of the game. And so I was like playing, I was like, dude, this is like mentors in life because a mentor, a good mentor in your life will help you to realize your potential and use your talents the best you can. They also have different skill sets that are specific to different industries and work super well. I tried playing as the fish on land, dude. It just doesn't really work out for the fish. So, you know, you gotta play to your strengths, obviously. So I thought that was super cool. And I wouldn't have had that if I hadn't gone back to that game and just played it, having gone through all this, these different, different business mindsets and business books that I've read. So that was super good. And there's, there's been a lot of other different things too. And it sounds silly, but to me, it's super cool. All these different things are worth revisiting because of all the different things you can learn from them, whether that's scriptures, whether it's video games, you know, these things that you have memories with, even pictures, you know, you can go back and you'll see different things because you're focused on different things in your life right now. And so you can learn what you could be doing better simply by going back to those different things. I was reading in my journal, my some of my old journal entries this morning, and I was like, wow, this is really good. I should do this more, you know, and I think I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to try my read my journal a little bit more like a book because that's what it is, you know. It's my history. It's my, my story, you know. So... I really hope you guys got something out of this episode. Thank you so much for your continued support of the podcast, of course. Be sure to check it out on Instagram at Yield Today with Dallin Podcast, where I share sound bits from every episode. And be sure to follow me on Instagram at DreamTracerDallin2, where I share my comeback story, because March is definitely a comeback story. Thank you guys so much for listening. Remember to yield today and it will be a brighter tomorrow.